Sterling Custom Car Care. All right, good morning and welcome, Sarah and Dustin, A1 Custom Car Care. So I've been talking about a certain topic for a long time. Yes. I'm sure everybody thought that I would never do it, but I just sent you a text message. Will you mind opening it live on the show here? Okay. And I finally, uh, you know, it's sometimes you just got to talk about it, and then sometimes you is just this a new truck? It. it is a new truck. Whoa, Dustin! It's a, it's congratulations. Or a new to me and Stacy truck. Well, it's beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. So we have been talking about this for probably what, like five years, probably. maybe. And I've been looking for the right deal and the timing, et cetera, et cetera. I've been very patient, really. This was a very methodical decision, I guess. Uh, took me about, I don't know, maybe a week, a week and a half to really test drive the vehicle, look it over. I'm sure the lot that I dealt with, Jimmy Mitchell Motors and Aurora, they did a great job for me. Um, they were pretty patient with me. I'm sure I'm not the normal customer that comes in and buys a truck. Um, so we had a really good back and forth. I've actually, hopefully, maybe going to get one of the salespeople to come on the show with us and talk about their side of the used car buying process. Oh, that's awesome. I have never bought a vehicle from Jimmy Mitchell, but I grew up there in Marionville, obviously. They're in Aurora, Missouri. And very down-home, <clears throat> just personal experience, I guess, would be the best way that I can uh, explain it. Now, this is not a new truck. Uh, I actually bought a uh, 2016 uh, LML one-ton Duramax from the Ford dealership there in Aurora. They had a used truck, had a little over 100,000 miles on it. So pretty excited about that um, to go through that whole process. And this kind of dovetails into the show that uh, I think we're planned for today. Uh, the goal for this is to be able to pull our camper and be able to see a little bit of the Well, this the is perfect. Yeah, because yeah. we're doing a destination show. Yeah. Now, this first segment, we actually had quite a few Texans last okay. week. So I thought that we would just go ahead, do a couple of updates, and then move into our destination sure. show and fill up the rest of our show with different places Excellent. to plan. Because, you know, we it. are officially in summer. Yeah, very much so. The first day of summer. I think it was the 21st. I think it was Wednesday. So it's summertime, baby. Well, and if you haven't been looking at the uh, five, seven, what is it, a 10-day forecast mm -hmm. now? Yeah, 80s, 90s. Supposedly we got like a heat index of up over 100 coming here probably within the next few days. Ooh, I could believe it. And the old humidity is definitely coming on. Okay, so let's go ahead and break down some of these okay. texts that we got. And then um, also I want to give an update for the shop. Oh, yes. Because Big you thanks. posted some photos of that earlier this week. Mm -hmm. uh, but first, we had a text in that says, I am wanting a recommendation on a jump starter ah, for an old 2000 <laughs> tractor that doesn't have any cold start capabilities. Okay. Jump starting it with my truck gets old. It does. So it, what do you recommend? It's really hard on that system as well. Uh so the big thing there of whether it was a gas or diesel tractor, I really need to know that part of it, but I'll give both answers. They're pretty concise. Um, if I am looking for something that is a that needs a lot of cranking, like maybe it doesn't fire up right away, or if it's a diesel, it's a heavier unit. It's a bigger, bulkier unit. It's what we use at the shops. It is uh, The part number is a JNC 660, Jump and Carry 660 is what that stands for. And I have bought, over the last 20 years, throughout the shops and personally, I bet I've owned 
more than 20 of them. And that's not just because they break or they go bad or you lose them. They do wear out over time. Usually two to four years is about uh, the life expectancy of one. I carry several in our personal vehicles, um, especially if it's a bigger diesel vehicle. But it's more cumbersome. Unless you're fairly physically fit, it probably would weigh in the 50 to 60 pounds, I would think. So it's a little bit cumbersome to lug around. But your cranking capacity is going to be much, much better. Now, if I'm looking for something more portable, um, NOCO is the brand that I like. And depending on how many cranking amps you need, I would recommend obviously going overkill on it because I want to be able to crank it longer. But it's much more portable. It's probably about the size of a loaf of bread, uh, the one that I typically recommend. They have smaller units as well. They are, they have more safety features on them. So in, in this case, this person seems like they're very mechanical, obviously. Um, but just in case you needed to loan it out or use it, uh, let somebody else that maybe wasn't, they have the ability to hook it up. And even if they hook it up wrong, the technology that's in that jump box will not allow you to hurt the car or the tractor in this case, four-wheeler, lawnmower. I mean, I jump up start all kinds of things generators, um, just an absurd amount of things because I'm typically dealing with items that are not uh, not running a lot of time. So I'm a huge believer in the NOCO brand. I have bought, and this is not sponsored, I've paid for every one of them that I've ever got, uh, and I've given tons of them away to, to loved ones over the years, and uh, I've, I've personally helped a ton of people. I've seen it help many people that I've given them to. Um, and for tractors, the NOCO one, um, I would probably get, they make a two and a 3,000 cold crank amp one. You, the duration of cranking is not necessarily very long. As long as the tractor fires right up, you'll be more than uh, adequate for that. But if this is a diesel tractor and you're still you know, able to, to cart around 60 pounds pretty easy, uh, the JNC 660 would be my recommendation. Sarah, I know that was a little windy over there and I... I see you typing away, but hopefully that makes sense. If it doesn't, you can always That's right. That's a good point. So if that if I didn't cover it in detail or if you want to give me the information there as whether it was a diesel, how big a diesel, if it's a gas tractor, et cetera, um, you know, definitely let us know. And I'd love talking about jump boxes as, as lame as that sounds. Um, having the ability or the capability, if you will, to do various things is is one of the highest things on my radar. So even not to circle back around to the truck, but the reason that I spent so much time going through some of that was I needed certain capabilities to be able to tow heavy weight. Uh, this particular truck actually was a cabin chassis with an add-on flatbed. So that uh, opens up doors as well, whether I put a hay spike on the back of it or, you know, just sheerly use it as a work platform. Um, I'm looking to put a large brush guard on the front of it. So this dovetails into the capability side of things. So uh, if you got an old tractor and she's running good, hopefully that helped everybody out. Perfect. Now, real quick, okay. we've got about two minutes. Okay. So give us an update on the Fort and Sunshine okay. store because I saw some photos earlier yeah. this week and it looks like things are moving pretty it quickly. really finally is. It's like two years of hard work is finally starting to come on board. So we got the concrete done. I think we've covered that. They did an awesome job. 
really pleased with the concrete crew that was out there. Um, and then just almost immediately within about a week, uh, they started putting up the wrought iron beams. And if you happen to drive by there, we intentionally raised the roof line of this building to accommodate more of our fleet customers. Now, our Sunset location takes care of a lot of local fleets here in town. And our Fort Street store has many fleet and commercial customers, but we were not able to accommodate some of the larger box vans or vehicles that needed an additional amount of uh, area above the cab, whether it's got a large box on it or a big trailer or whatever the, the case may be. This new building is going to be equipped to accommodate cars and passenger vehicles, just like we've always done. But we intentionally bolstered our ability to take care of some of these larger, higher profile vehicles, because I know from experience, I did strictly fleet service many years ago, and those customers have a hard time finding somebody that can accommodate the specialized equipment that are on their trucks. And so when we put this building together, that was very much in mind. So we have a flush mount alignment system going in there. So it'll be very easy to get even lower or high profile vehicles in to make sure your, your vehicle's driving the way it should be. And you're getting max life out of your steering and suspension and your tires. Very important. So beings, we had a, a an clear slate, if you will. We are setting this up not only for service like that, but to do in-house training and mentoring for new talent and technicians coming into the market, as well as our service advisors and managers. So that was a lot to go over in the first part of the show. I think we got a couple other things, and then we're going to dive into our destination show right after the break. Your complete car care solution, A1 Custom Car Care. All right, welcome back, Sarah Dustin, A1 Custom Car Care. We got all the business out of the way. Mm-hmm. Tis the season for travel. Are you doing any travel You know, this summer? So we have, Stacy and I have our little one. We have yes. bigger kids, too. Uh, and if they want to come, that would be awesome. But they're, I don't want to say adults yet, but I mean, they're they are adults and they're on the verge of being adults, depending mm-hmm. on which child it is. So they got things going on. Um, but Stacy is from around the uh, Destin-Fort Walden Beach area, hmm. Florida. And she convinced me to go down there a couple of times a few years back. And I was a little skeptical. I was like, am I going to like this place? I absolutely love it down there. Oh, that's awesome. If I could go down there every week, I would. Yeah. I love that area. So long story short, our, our young one, who is doing wonderful, by the way. I don't do a lot of updates on our little Brindley. Um she is now three. Oh my goodness. She is a trisomy 13 baby, which basically means she had an additional 13th chromosome. So instead of two, she has three. So it was real scary early on. Um, a lot of time at Cardinal Glennon, a lot of time just living at the hospitals. Had some wonderful doctors, amazing nursing. Uh, definitely don't want to forget them because they were a huge part of that. The reason I'm bringing all this up is we want to take her down to the ocean probably at the end of summer, first of fall. Oh, she'll love that, so the sand and the, the water. That was the big push on looking and finding the right truck, hopefully. And not that we won't have issues. Um, obviously, if we have mechanical issues when I come back, I will tell everybody about them. <laughs> that hey, things didn't go as planned. This is what I did. This is how we got out of it, etc. But long story short... We have a Grand Design 34-foot uh, 34 fu- 34 bumper pull trailer. 
which weighs about 8,000 pounds. So mm-hmm. I needed a hefty truck, which I had a hefty truck, but it uh, had 360 plus thousand on it. And I just wasn't like, man, this is this is what I want to tow down to Florida. So that is our destination, I guess, if you will, is we're going to hopefully take the little one and the big ones if they you know, can get away from sports and drama and football and all that stuff. Um, whoever can make it with us, that's our travel plans for this year. Oh, that'll be fun. Well, I'm going out west. Out west. I've never done the out west. Though. I love it out there. So I'm pretty excited what about that. What do you love out there? Just everything in general. It's It's got a little bit of everything. You got the mountains. Yeah. You got the desert, the cactuses. So I've listened to the old country songs forever, and they talk about the wide open spaces. Oh, right? yeah. I had no idea hmm. until we went to, there was a school, I think it was in Tucson, Arizona, and the wide open spaces, I finally experienced what that was. Because around Missouri, you can't see that far. It's mm-hmm. hilly. It's lots of trees, et cetera. And out uh, in Tucson, at least, holy smokes. You yes. could see for miles and miles. There was one spot we went up on Mount Lemon, and you could see into the next state. I don't recall what state we were looking into. But that was kind of neat that we were up on Mount Lemon and I could see into right. some other state. So for those of you out there that are also wanting to do destinations, but maybe you're wanting to stay a little bit closer to home, we've compiled a list of destinations around here that maybe Excellent. you have not heard of, maybe you've never been to. Uh, so why don't we kick it off in let's, Missouri? Let's let's do it. First on my list, Elephant Rocks State Park, which is near Bellevue. Mm-hmm. It's about a three and a half hour drive. Not too bad. And it is pretty neat so i have been there so is it worth the trip i i would say so and there's quite a few destinations around oh, there okay. so if you are a state park individual if you like hiking mm-hmm. uh, if you just like nature <laughs> and just raw nature and beauty Excellent. Uh, yes so a lot of these are going to be uh, state park places and it's great like a weekend trip you know mm-hmm. three and a half hours it's not too terribly far uh, it's kind of close to uh, I guess the the biggest city that it'd be close to is kind of near St. Louis area. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's kind of the region that we're talking about. Uh, there's also Johnson's Shut-ins, which we talked about last I've heard week. So much about that over the years. Never been there. It's about three hours and sixteen minutes, okay. so it's not too terribly far from Elephant Rock. If you're <clears throat> gonna go there for a travel destination, it's beautiful. It's basically like um, the best way to describe it is like. A waterfall almost. It's like a river that's kind of waterfally, okay. and over time, it has kind of um, made the rocks, you know, real smooth ah. and slick. So it's kind of like a natural water slide. Okay. And there's also these little divots of water that are kind of like these little ponds that oh. fill up. So you could have your own like pool. Over yeah, there, basically, if you will. yeah, like okay. a like a pool of water, and hmm. so you can just kind of hang out there. It's really neat. Uh, I recommend awesome. it if you love swimming. It's going to be hot, so oh, yes. that'd be the perfect place to to kind of go and hang We're out and cool some off heat this summer. My next one is Echo Bluff State Park. Mm. This is my favorite one to recommend to people who are like, where would you go mm-hmm. in Missouri? And the reason I love it, it's in Eminence, Missouri. It's about two and a half hours from Springfield, and they have wild horses. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so... It, what part of Missouri is this would be the boot hill down in that portion? So it's kind so of be, like uh, uh, far eastern, s- south, southeastern. So it's kind Missouri? of like uh, 
central southern okay. Missouri. So okay. it's kind of close to the Mark Twain National Forest, uh-huh. if you will. Okay. So um, it's, it's absolutely beautiful. There's a lot of trees. There's a lot of bluffs. And you are just kind of driving along. It's one of the, the I guess you'd call them the Ozark Mounds or oh, okay. Ozark Hills, if you yeah. will, or, or Ozark Mountains, whatever you want to call sure. them. Yeah. Tomato, tomato. So you're driving along there and they have all of those wild horses crossing signs. Oh, really? And you can see them just running from and miles. so you better be paying attention because they yes. can be in the road. It's kind of like the, the deer crossing uh-huh. signs, but they have horse crossing That's signs. That's kind of neat. I've, I've apparently never been there, but that sounds it's awesome. It's beautiful. I had a friend actually who I recommended that mm-hmm. she go down there. She's a photographer uh-huh. and she took tons of photos. Nice. Um, so it's absolutely beautiful. They have a lot of... Um, rivers they have a lot of trails down there so if you want to do your own horseback riding mm-hmm. you can do that uh kayaking um they also have cabins for rent mm-hmm. as well down there so it'd be a nice little weekend getaway yeah. and within a couple hours ish mm-hmm. yep two and a half hours yeah, i believe that's not bad yes the next one is haha tonka have you been to haha tonka no i have not uh I believe maybe we've talked about it because that rings a bell, like as I hear you. But tell me about that one. So it's by uh, Lake of the Ozarks, Camdenton, to be exact. And it has just some beautiful views of the the lake. Mm -hmm. You can see that. Uh, There's tons of hiking trails. And then, of course, there are the famous ruins of a mansion that burnt down. And there's a whole history of it. I love abandoned mansions. I should have pulled the the history (laughs) up and... I know, forgive me, but it, it's really got a lot of like history of the mm-hmm. Ozarks kind of built into this state park. Oh, nice. They have tons of reading that you can do. You can learn all about uh, who lived there, the mansion that burned down, what caused the fire, et cetera, et cetera. Hmm. And it, it's really a beautiful place. Um, they have some of like the bluest pools of water really? that I have ever seen. Hmm. So, and they also have. If you are a person who loves to work out, they have like the world's largest staircase. Oh not my. not literally the world's largest, but I think it's like 300 plus steps oh my. that you can go up and down. That means business. It it was quite the ordeal. Oh, I, so you've done this. <laughs> yes, I went up and down. <laughs> my legs were on fire for like 3 uh, days, but it's it's beautiful. Another one is Roaring River State Park. Now, I can talk about this one. Okay, please do. Have you been down there and been able to partake in Roaring River State Park? I have. It's been a really long time now. It's located near Cassville, which is about an hour, hour and a half away from Springfield. It is beautiful. Of course, they have the hatchery down there. So if you're into trout fishing, that's right up your alley. They release them at different times. They have the big pool. It's it's very similar to what you're talking about, just blue, beautiful water. Mm-hmm. And you can feed the trout, and, man, there's some massive trout in that. So occasionally it floods, and then the big trout get into the, the creek or river. I guess it is river right there. Um, but there are some awesome hiking trails up there. I've recommended those trails to many people. And you had better be a pretty, how do I put this? Is not a novice trail, if you mm, will. Okay. Um, I will say that I took the kids there when they were much smaller, several, a lot of different times. And I won't say that we got lost, but uh, we definitely went down the wrong trail. <laughs> and our like two or three, four mile when the kids were small ended up being like 12 miles. And it is very vertical. I mean, you're, you're going up, you're going down, you're walking the ridge of the, the hills right there. 
Um, that is a great way to spend a day. And I would strongly, strongly recommend, uh, whether you're a fisherman or, or, or not, it is well worth the trip down there. But we're down at the bottom of the hour. Sarah and I will pick it up on the other side. For complete car care solution, anyone Custom Car Care. All right, welcome back, Sarah Dustin, A1 Custom Car Care. Kind of having a fun show. This isn't a gloom and doom show. <laughs> I feel like we kind of, I don't know, it was a little gloom and doomy here a few months ago, and we were talking about a lot of serious stuff. But now it's summer, so we're talking about the fun stuff. So we covered Roaring River. What What's the next one out there, Sarah? Next one on the list is Bennett Springs oh, State Park. good one. So that's by Lebanon. It's about an hour away. Once again, just absolutely beautiful mm-hmm. destination. Kind of fun to take the kids out there absolutely. on a weekend trip and just see something beautiful in the yeah. state of Missouri. Now, I decided to switch it up on this one. For those who are true crime people, for those who like interesting history. Sarah. Yes. <laughs> you speaking to your people? I am speaking to my people so, and those who like museums. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. in St. Joseph. There's there's tons to do in St. Joe. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I recommend if you're in that area, which it's by uh, Kansas City, by yep. the way, yep. uh, it's about three and a half hours away, uh, is the Glore Psychiatric Museum. Now, why would you want to go to that one, Sarah? It is absolutely fascinating. So it is a history of the mental health uh, facilities in Missouri. I bet there are some crazy things that... that... It's like creepy. shock therapy. They talk about that. All kinds of... They talk about famous patients what? that have been in Missouri. They talk about some mm. of the craziest things that have ever happened. Wow. Okay. It I is a very... Appeal. Yeah, it's a very interesting museum. So okay. if you are into that type of thing, I recommend stopping by. I think it's like 10 bucks a person yeah, to get in. But they also have um, like three or four museums right there as hmm. well. So they have like a um music history museum and they also have a um native american history museum that would be cool and it's all missouri based oh yeah I so it's pretty neat the there. and i think that you get into all of them oh for the 10 bucks yeah and i don't quote me i think it was like 10 bucks like two or three years ago when i went inflation but it was pretty neat. And uh, I, when I went to the music museum, the first thing that I saw was a giant sister station logo of ours. Yeah, oh, they had really? KTTS oh, right there nice. up in front. So it was a little proud moment. Yeah, yeah. represent. It was pretty nice. Heck yeah. Um, another really nice museum. It's in Marceline, which is about mm. three and a half hours away. It is the Walt Disney Hometown Museum. Now, I know there's a lot of people who have feelings about Disney. Sure. I recommend that you check this museum out. Okay. It is all about Walt Disney, what he did for his hometown. Wow. Yeah. And they have all kinds of different original sketches, different things that he contributed to his town because he was really proud to be from Missouri. Awesome. And he was proud to be able to support his town and yeah. give back to his community. Very cool. It is uh, just the cutest little town as well. So it's a good little stop. And I recommend it. Oh, I went up goodness. there probably... Oh, gosh, maybe the fall of last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, so not I, that long ago. Yeah, I had the little one with mm-hmm. me, so it was a lot of fun. Heck yeah. Uh, and finally, for my Missouri list of items, is the Hangar Cafe, which is in Miller. I keep hearing about this. So many people tell me about this place. It is the neatest little place. So it's, what, probably 
45 minutes away yeah, from us. Not bad. Yeah, and it's it's right off of 44 and it is a good little destination for mm. just a quick day trip. They do um little airplane rides. Yeah. You can go skydiving there. Mm. Yeah, and sometimes they have um Every once in a while, they'll have just rare items like hot air balloons, things like that. Oh, nice. They also have a cafe there, mm. so you can eat. The food is delicious. That's what I've heard. Everybody yes. says it's well worth driving out. Yeah, so it's a fun little day trip. Um, even if you don't ride in one of the planes, uh, you can just kind of sit and watch the planes land. Which would be fantastic. It's right next to the, the cafe. That. Yeah, I rode in one of the little oh, planes, you? and it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on to Oklahoma. 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 (laughs) One of my favorite places in Oklahoma is Pawhuska, Oklahoma. Mm. It's about three and a half hours away, and that is the town where the pioneer woman is from oh yes so you know all of the floral designs that you see in walmart uh she is really taking a hold of some people's kitchens absolutely it is probably the neatest little town that i've ever been to they have a swinging bridge there that's cool i believe that um They've got like all kinds of like Route 66 items. Mm-hmm. They have these just these really neat little shops. They have her shop and her like actual like ranch. Yeah, mm-hmm. she has a ranch out there. Oh, nice. She does live cooking shows and live cooking demonstrations mm-hmm. every once in a while. I believe you have to pay to to get into that. I didn't do that. They also filmed a movie there not too terribly long ago. I think it's coming out later this year. It's the oh shoot, I should have looked it up. It is the Killer flower, flower of the killer moon, I believe, hmm. which uh, Leonardo DiCaprio was oh, in. Oh, so this is a legit big budget. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look this he, he up. Didn't killer... do, uh, he didn't do the old B movies or anything like that. Yep. He's killer a... of the flower moon. Killer but I don't know where what time it's coming out. I think hmm. it's this year. Well, they're very cool. Yeah, so I actually went down there. I've been there a couple times, and I happened to go down there when they were filming. Uh-huh. And so there we were, and there was all of these old-timey cars, like, literally racing in the street. That's awesome. Yeah, and they had all kinds of movie sets. I need to get me a job working on those cars on the Wouldn't that be fun? so awesome. That would be fun. Also near Pawhuska is the Roaming the Osage Tour. So you can drive out in these great plains in Oklahoma and see buffalo. It's kind of like, I believe it's Stratford that has this, the wild animal yeah, safari. Yeah, for sure. It's basically like that, but with buffalo. Oh, nice. And it's, it's pretty neat. I went out there and I did that. It's worth it. Sounds awesome. Uh, another town in Oklahoma I highly recommend is Hugo, Oklahoma. Have you Hugo. heard of it? No, I have not heard of that one. So Hugo, so. Oklahoma, it's about five hours away. So okay. it's a, it's a, a good day a trip. Yep. And they have retired circus elephants there. You have told me about this one. It's I, a I neat little place. So they, that's one of the places. They had different places that they would, you know, retire for the winter. Mm-hmm. Hugo, Oklahoma happened to be one of them. I'll be darned. So I would say probably about 60% of the town is circus themed. Oh, wow. And that sounds awesome. They have the, the elephant sanctuary where you can go in and you can see them. You can pet them. Uh-huh. And um, 
it, it's just a really neat experience. Mm-hmm. I also recommend if you do go down there mm-hmm. to check out their cemeteries as well. That's a little weird, Sarah. Well, why, would, why would you do that? So all of them are circus themed. Oh. And all of the gravestones are shaped like the big top. Oh, wow. Um, I know that whenever we went over to it, we were actually drawn to it because of the way that the, the cemetery, like, overhang i don't know what you would like call the that entrance mm-hmm, the, yeah the entryway yeah the entrance thing. overhang was like shaped huh. like a big top so we we're Aww. like we got to go check this out and a lot of the the grave sites they had um one that was an elephant trainer and so Aww. they had like the shape of an elephant That's for their gravestone awesome. so the town they take a lot of pride mm-hmm. in in being a circus retreat nice. and it's just it's a neat little place had you so when you were a kid and so when I was that young I lived in Carthage, we lived by the old airport uh, which is not there anymore I think the Walmart's there now, but the Ringling Brothers Circus came to town and I was oh, in kindergarten, mm-hmm. and that was a very special event for me to and I remember I was probably four or five somewhere in there, and to go see that. Big top, legit in a tent. You yeah, know, was so cool. So the fact they have a a circus friendly town that a lot of those folks rely on is very very cool. It's a really neat experience. So that's Hugo, Oklahoma. Hugo. Now Let's put that on the list. Real quick, I'm going to mention too before we have to take okay. a break. Uh, the world's largest totem pole, which is in Chelsea, Oklahoma. <laughs> okay. It's pretty neat. It's a Route 66 stop, about nice. two and a half hours away. And also while you are going to visit the world's largest totem pole, make sure to stop by the Big Blue Well, which is in Catoosa, Oklahoma, Katusa. which is also about two and a half hours away. And you have to stop at, if it's on your list, I'm sorry, uh, the McDonald's that goes over the turnpike. Oh, Oklahoma. yes. And that's by Venita, Oklahoma. Yep, very close. We are going to step into our last break. We'll be right back after this. The complete car care solution. A1 Custom Car Care. All right, welcome back. A1 Custom Car Care. Sarah and Dustin, we have uh, a lot to go over and a little time to do so. So what, we're, uh, are we done with Oklahoma or do we have more Oklahoma I've stuff? got three more in okay. Oklahoma. What okay. So I've got, I, and these three I've never been to before. Okay. So they're on my list. Is the Runestone Park, which is in Hevner, Oklahoma. It's about four hours away. Okay. They have reported that they have found viking like oh, scripts yeah. on these like giant rocks and it's kind of like a kind of like a state park i don't know if they've officially made it a state park yet but it's really beautiful there's a lot of hiking trails of course you can I see these uh the rune stone um and it just looks really neat so mm. i haven't been out there yet but the photos they look pretty neat so Sounds awesome. if you've been out there let me know if it's worth it Another one, this one's a little further away. It's in Lawton, Oklahoma, about five and a half hours. I've never been to this one. It's called the Parallel Forest. Mm. Now, uh, since I'm running out of time here, I recommend that if you're like the Parallel Forest, what is that? Look it up. Okay. There's tons of information. It's supposed to be haunted. There's a little bit of government cover-up. There's government conspiracy. Bring your tinfoil hat. Yeah, so it's, but it's a pretty neat thing. So Sounds cool. recommend you look that one up. And finally... Um, this one's about five hours away from Springfield, which is the Twister Movie Museum. Never I heard of it. You know the movie Twister? Yeah. Yeah. They, they have, have a own museum? They do, yeah. Hmm. And it is in Wakita, Oklahoma. Ah, okay. Yes. So That makes sense. I think that was part of the movie. Uh-huh. They did yep. some stuff there. So they've got all of the um, 
stuff from the the movie. Huh. Yep. So if you are into if you're a movie buff and you enjoy that movie, the first drive-in movie when I was still a child, my parents <laughs> took me was Twister. That is a very common occurrence. Yeah. Our drive-in. We have a new drive-in up in Buffalo. Which I'm so excited about. I haven't been there yet. I haven't either. So they actually showed Twister as their first. Did they movie. really? Mm-hmm. I'll be dang. That takes me back. I was probably like. Maybe ten or something when that movie came out. Right, that was a that was a very big deal to watch outside. Okay, so we're gonna travel to Arkansas. Arkansas, I love Arkansas. I it's feel like I have not done Arkansas justice because it's a beautiful state. It's amazing down there, and I just haven't explored it as much as I have mm-hmm. as Missouri and Oklahoma. So first place I would recommend this would be definitely a good trip and if you have something that has four-wheel drive that's a little bit more capable and i do recommend making sure you do a maintenance Mm -hmm. check before you do this one because it's a pretty steep road and it is whitaker point whitaker point it is in kingston arkansas it's about two hours away if you are a hiking person highly recommend this and i would say that this is not a novice trail either Uh um i definitely recommend taking some snacks i definitely recommend making sure you have enough water Mm -hmm. but if you do it is absolutely beautiful because you will end up on the side of a mountain that has gorgeous views of arkansas you will see waterfalls you will see beautiful pools of water you'll see bluffs so it's it's a really beautiful trip i went down there a couple of times and each time i was never disappointed (laughs) excellent Um, i also recommend checking out the thorn crown chapel which is near beaver lake so if you are familiar with yeah if you're a person that likes to to go boating if you like to do the the jet ski thing if you like camping uh, it's a really nice little place to check out it's absolutely beautiful it's a, a chapel that's completely made out of glass Mm -hmm. it's about uh two hours away it's close to eureka springs Mm -hmm. and also while you're down there if you haven't checked out the christ of the ozarks that is really neat it sure is they also have a piece of the berlin wall down there as well so once again that's close to eureka springs which is about two hours away not bad drive at all all right we're on to kansas kansas now if you are a person that likes the desert Mm -hmm. if you kind of like that feel driving for hours and don't, seeing windmills. Don't you dare. I love Kansas. Every state is beautiful. Every I have state found. is beautiful. I would give you that one. Now, I, I do recommend checking out this. And look up photos of it, too. It is called the Badlands of Kansas. It is in Oakley, Kansas, okay. which is about seven and a half hours away. So it's a bit of a drive. It's got to be close, getting close to Colorado-ish. Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And it is like the Badlands. Okay. It's a lot of desert. There's a lot of rock formations. Mm. It's pretty neat. Okay. This is also another place that you need a little bit more of a capable vehicle. Mm-hmm. So something like an SUV or a Jeep or, you know, something that has four wheel drive. Sure. Um, I also have tons of museums in Kansas because <laughs> that's what I've done in Kansas. Uh, the Evil Knievel Museum. Yep. I've heard great things about that one. I have not been there. I haven't either. I was about 13 minutes late to when they closed. Aww, I know. Dang it. So that's in Topeka. It's about three and a half hours away. I also recommend that you check out the Amelia Earhart birthplace. That hmm. is in Atchison, Kansas, nice. and which is about three and a half hours okay. away. It's right, just a hop, skip, and a jump from Missouri. Okay. And if you do stop in Atchison, Kansas, and you are a paranormal person, you should also check out the Sally House, which is apparently the most haunted house in the United States. Really? I've been there. It's a little spooky. That's we went around Halloween. Ah, okay. Yes. Fair so uh, both of those are just 
really fun little museums. Nice. Um, in Wamego, Kansas, there's the Wizard of Oz Museum. Hmm. I've been through there. Yes, I've done the the museum a couple different times. I was a big Wizard of Oz fan when oh, I was yeah. when I was younger. Absolutely. So, and we actually stopped on our honeymoon. We took a road trip, and we went back through Kansas, mm-hmm. and that was one of our final stops. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it was is pretty neat. Uh, that's about four hours away. Um, if you are into the Old West or cow towns, uh, you can. City. Yes, you, I knew you were you were going with that one. You can check out the Boot Hill Museum, which is in Dodge City. Yep. It's about seven hours away. It's really neat. They have a whole old Western, old timey town. And, mm-hmm. uh, Doc Holiday and yep, I believe that they do reenactments oh, of different things, I saloon love fights. That stuff. I absolutely love that. Yeah, stuff. and if you're not feeling like going all the way to Dodge. City, you can check out the Old Cowtown Museum, which is Old pretty Cowtown. close to, uh, it's pretty similar, I guess, to the Boot Hill Museum. Mm. And it is in, oh gosh, Sarah, your handwriting's in atrocious. <laughs> Wamita. Wamita. I've actually been to this one, but okay. I was very young mm-hmm. when I was there, which it's about five hours away. Mm. And finally, our last place is Iowa. Now, um, hold on, before we go on to Iowa. You don't have Big Brutus on your list for Kansas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I forgot about Big Brutus. <laughs> I have been there as well. The, uh, the word is is they don't let you climb on Big Brutus anymore. When I went, you was still pretty much free reign. I there. was able to climb on yeah. it, too. And I was probably maybe seven or eight when is I visited. the world's largest uh, steam shovel? Or it's got to be one of the world's I largest. I believe so. If somebody knows the history on that and wants to send it to us, I'd like to... Like to dive into that. I didn't mean to shortchange no, 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 Iowa, okay. but uh, the old Big Brutus is, in my opinion, it's well. It's coming from somebody that's very mechanically minded. Like I'm always thinking about how things are made, etc. That one is a feat of engineering. I think it took seven or eleven men to operate a steam-powered cable uh, shovel. And they mined coal, if I remember right, which left some awesome strip hits. Uh, strip of Kansas that my dad always talked about fishing when he was a kid, that he loved fishing the strip pits of Kansas, oh. which was made by Big Brutus. So. Uh-huh. so it is the second largest. Ah, number two. And it is the centerpiece of the mining museum in West Mineral, Kansas. Uh-huh. I don't know how far it is. It's not terribly no, far. No, I think it's just kind of, I don't know, maybe less than an hour from Joplin if I had to I'm gonna look remember. going to look it up really quick. Um, it's, it's 88 been, miles. Yeah, it's about... Bad. An hour and 48 minutes yeah. if you leave right now. Right now. With traffic and everything. <laughs> okay, with Iowa. Yes, on to Iowa. Uh, the American Gothic House is in Eldon, mm. Iowa. It's about five hours away. When I say American Gothic House, does that ring a bell to you? No. Should it? It should okay. because it is the house from that famous picture with the man and the woman with the pitchfork. Yeah. And the no expression on yeah. their face. That's the house. That's the house. Ah, I would do, I would stop by and see that house. Yeah, I think that's pretty neat. And that's... it's a good little day trip, five hours. Mm-hmm. Also in Iowa is the Field of Dreams movie site. Now that I would go to. I love that movie. I do too. And that I've been there. Good... Oh, you've been there. I've been there. All it's right. been a long time. So was... did they build it? <clears throat> and well, we showed up. And it was I know there? that's not the saying, but yeah, it was it was there. Okay. So we were able to see the house and the field. Now, since then, I believe they've actually made it quite the tourist stop, Heck and I yeah, think I they have there. like an actual official like 
big baseball stadium. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Okay. What was the famous vehicle that was used in that movie? Oh, I don't know. It was a Volkswagen bus. Oh. You remember? They were yes, 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 yes. Bus, the, I think it was red in color or orange, something mm-hmm. like that. It's been a long time since I've watched That's that movie. That's such a good movie. I should watch that. That'd be a good one to see at the drive-in. That would be a great one. They need to do that. Yeah. Maybe we should petition the new drive-in, see if we can make that happen. We'll see. Uh, so Dyersville, it's about seven and a half hours, uh-huh. so a little bit longer, but uh, it's, you know... A good little stop Heck there. Yeah, I would do it. Uh, but real quick, we got about two okay. minutes left. Corey from Battlefield, I believe, he sent in a couple of destination places oh, awesome. as well. Thank you for that. So he said to check out the Bluff Dwellers Cave. It is south of Joplin. Oh. It's in Knoll, Missouri. I so love Knoll. I've never been to Knoll. Oh, that's the best floating ever. Is it? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'll that's put it on the list. One. And then he also said that there are a few caves, if you're into spelunking. Yep. Uh, there's a couple between Anderson, Missouri, down to uh, Gravette, Arkansas. Did Gravit. I pronounce it? Gravette? Yeah, okay. Gravit, Arkansas. I've never heard of Gravette, Arkansas. Yep. Uh, but it's on Highway 59. There's also the old Spanish treasure cave in Sulphur Springs, Arkansas. Ah, I need to check some of those out. I've not been to a lot of those. So I've never heard of any of those, so I will definitely check Absolutely. those out. Absolutely. Thank you very much for that, Corey. So I'll put a list of this up at ksgf.com okay. under the podcast section. Let us know if there's places that I missed. I love mm-hmm. to travel, so yes, I'm always likewise. ready to get in my car and go someplace mm-hmm. for the weekend. But believe it or not we're out of show all done already. i know so if you're out there in radio land you have a question or comment you can text us on the text line 417-447-5743 or reach out to us on social media dustin i hope you have a good rest of your weekend yes you all be safe bye